Hey everyone, it's Lauren Leach and Mark Allen with Double L Sports Network. Today we have another special guest, 2020 Snowball Derby runner-up and the star of the weekend, really, Derek Thorne. Derek, how you doing, bud? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on again. Hi, Derek. How are you? You get back to California safely? We did. Luckily, they make uh, airplanes that are safe as could be, so we got we got a nice, nice, uh, nice jet flight on Monday morning. Got back in one piece. Well, let's talk about the weekend. You were on the pole for both the Snowflake 100 and the Snowball Derby. That's quite the accomplishment. Yeah, it was pretty cool to know that the last person did that was Chase Elliott. Um, but just hats off to the whole team. You know, Byron Campbell's given us an awesome team. And, you know, Mike Keene and myself here in Bakersfield, we've worked hard to try to get ourselves in position to have the cars. And it's cool to go back there against the best guys in the country and, and have uh, as good of cars as we did and put on the showing we did and to have both poles. You know, I think it's just a huge accomplishment for us on the West Coast against some of the best teams in the country. You led the majority of Saturday night as well. Came down to a great battle between uh, you, Stephen Nasty, Bubba Pollard, Jake Johnson. Tell us about your Saturday night. Uh, Saturday was good. We fired off good, but uh, we ended up having some tire problems. We kind of right off the bat, we had the speed and about 10, 15 laps into that, that Snowflake 100, I, I was just kind of worried the tires themselves just weren't gripped up like they needed, needed to in the back and Got to about lap 60 or 70, and I was just kind of hanging on for dear life. And we come in after the race, and the, the rear stagger blew up about an inch or so. And just it's just too much. That place there, you know, the tire game's big, and stagger's a big deal. And to have stagger like that not stay consistent just makes makes for a long night. And unfortunately, it kind of took us out of contention. Did the dew set in or something like that to change the track positions? Because, yeah, you were still leading up to lap 79, and then uh, you kind of fell off there for a fourth-place finish. Right, yeah. No, we had some heat cycles or some cautions, which should usually help stagger. But unfortunately, for whatever reason, that night, once the stagger got too big, it it just was game over. At one point, you guys were three wide, maybe some contact made. You guys put on a hell of a show. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what we're there for. I know Nasty and Pollard, they don't have any love loss between each other. So I was kind of the meat and the sandwich between the two of them at one point in time, and they kind of got uh, – they got a little aggressive there with each other towards the end and we got shuffled back a little bit further than we needed to. So they were doing their thing up front, but once our tires and stuff were gone, we were just trying to salvage a good finish. What's your mindset when you're in a close battle like that, knowing you got a car on the inside, the outside, or even two to the lower side. Yeah. And you know, you have to try to get on the throttle as soon as you can, but try not to make contact. What's your mindset going through a battle like that? Oh, just trying not to make any mistakes. You know, when you're racing against guys like that that have the ability and you know they're not going to mess up behind the wheel, you know, when, they're, when you know they're good, you know you can't make any mistakes at all. So it's just trying to put the whole thing together to make sure you don't mess up. And obviously, at the end of the day, you don't want to bring home a wreck race car. So the end goal is to try to run as good as you can and be up front. But um, at that point in time, we were just kind of hanging on, you know, and we just kind of got caught up in between their battle there for a minute and, them two have no love lost for each other, so it was more or less just salvaging the best finish we could, knowing that uh, I figured those guys were going to have plenty of contact with one another. You know, going into each race, you know, from a night race and then the day race the next day, is there different kinds of setups that you are that you look at? 
Uh, we've been working, you know, we were there for, for 10 days, you know, and Mike Keen had to go over his notes probably 10 different times trying to get, you know, our stuff where it needed to be from day to night and whatnot. But our pro late and our super late have two completely different setups in them anyway. So when Mike's setting up the pro late, you know, it's, it's set up one way and when he set up the super, it's a whole nother ball game. So, you know, from one to the other, they really don't cross reference, um, all of our practices during the daytime. So really, we never had any nighttime stuff to test out. So we had practice. Luckily, the cloud cover came in and out from time to time. But the pro late was pretty solid all weekend. We didn't have to work really hard on that one. But um, like I said before, just proud of the guys for having the cars as good as they were, um, especially to have, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things to have one car really good at the Derby, but it's another to have two completely different race cars and two different divisions also is good. So it was just nice to have the speed we had. They removed the uh, Snowball Derby up one hour this weekend due to the potential threat of weather coming in. When it's moved up a little bit and you know it's going to end uh, a little sooner during the day, does that change your mindset on on setup, what you have in the car? Does that change at all? No, it doesn't. Not really. You know, luckily, uh, just you just never want the rain to come. You know, it usually dampens the mood at the Derby. So it was nice to have the rain hold out and the weather itself stayed pretty consistent for us. Um, so it was able, it really didn't, it was nice, you know, it allowed us to get home just a little bit earlier. You know, it's just, uh, it's been a long week by the time the Derby rolls around. So to finally have everything, you know, done and over with at a decent hour, allows some guys to catch some flights home on uh, Sunday night instead of having to wait till Monday. So I think all in all, it was a good thing. You led 252 laps on Sunday. Um, unfortunately not the last one there, but again, a heck of a show between you and Ty and a lot to be proud of, of you and your team. Yeah, it's definitely going to take a while to get over that one. You know, we, uh, I made a few mistakes there towards the end. I think that that could have helped play, cause it to play out a little differently, but at the end of the day, you can't rewind time or rewind history, but I feel like we had the best car there. And unfortunately our cards just didn't fall the way we needed them to the last set of tires we put on um just didn't cooperate as well as the rest of the tires had throughout the day and just caused us to be a little bit too tight um in the middle had good forward bite but just a little bit too tight on rotation so it's one of those things you just can't predict you know when you bolt tires on we have four sets we go through in, in the same race you know every set we bolt on is a little bit different and you can't predict what set's going to do what and unfortunately the derby is is uh you know as much preparation that goes into it there's always a little bit of luck involved or a lot of bit of luck involved in, in how the outcome plays out and the way it played out this weekend we were really close it just didn't quite come together like we hoped on that competition caution with 22 to go it was huge that whoever had the lead got to control the lead um what's up with the outside groove having a hard time uh firing off up on the upper groove um, I think Pensacola is just a unique place and the outside groove sometimes works pretty well. It almost did for us. We got the lead back from Majeski on the outside there with like four or five to go. Just, he was, he used his front bumper plenty of times to make sure we got washed up a little bit and that kind of didn't help the situation, but outside's tough. You know, you got a little more momentum up there, but the place is just at that place. It's just a little bit too tight. You know, you couldn't get any, you couldn't get any grip up there. And I don't know if it was weather or what it was that caused it to be that way that day, but for whatever reason, just wasn't the prime time groove to be in. It looked like the longer the run went, the looser your car got as well. Uh, was that the main factor in, in Ty catching you before that competition caution there? 
Uh, yeah, that and lap traffic. Everybody was loose. You know, after you got about 30 laps on your tires, that place there is just really slippery. Um, caught some lap traffic at the wrong time that didn't really give us, you know, as much room as we would have liked or hoped for. Um, and, and Majeski was able to use a lap traffic to his advantage and kind of chase, chase us back down. But that set of tires we had on at that point in time just was really free. I don't know why it was, uh, they weren't as good as the first run set of tires we had. So just one of those things, tire play, tires play a big factor or they are the biggest factor in that whole deal. And for whatever reason, from set to set, you know, as we'd put them on, they would be a little bit different or act a little bit different, but yeah, having him get around us there at that, uh, competition caution, you know, just kind of didn't help the situation at all. We were able to get the lead back there from him, but unfortunately he was able to use a bumper to get back by us. On those competition cautions, what uh, were some of the, the bigger changes that you made? And, and speaking about the last one specifically, what, what is that adjustment that you make to have your car better on the shorter run? Uh, air pressure, um, a few little tweaks here and there, just a couple of things you can adjust. But biggest thing is just not knowing what the tires are going to do when you put them on. You know, there's just no consistency to them, uh, very minimal. So you're making changes, but at the same time, you're, it just comes down to luck. And hopefully that set of tires is what you need to be fast. And unfortunately, that last set of tires we had wasn't wasn't the best set we had in the pits. Yeah, with that four laps to go, you know, and you got the lead off the back stretch, and then you come down in front of Majeski, and he had his nose right up underneath your your bumper cover. Um, did you? Uh, were you? Can you see that in the mirror? Did you feel him move you at at, at any time through there? Oh yeah. You can feel them back there. It doesn't, you're already on edge at that place. It doesn't take much to get you sideways. And, you know, every time he'd get up underneath me like that, it just would get the car sideways, you know, and take all the grip away from me. And, uh, at that point in time, you're just kind of hanging on. Not a lot you can do, but, um, he was doing what he had to do to get us sideways and we were trying to do what we had to do to stay out in front of him. But unfortunately he had the, he had the position on us to get his jack sideways and there's not a lot you can do after that. Well, you guys put on one heck of a show. Um, I know he, he moved you a little bit, but you guys are some of the best talent in the country. It was great to see you guys go toe-to-toe. And you guys are a couple of drivers who have a ton of respect for each other. I know you congratulate him after the race, even though uh, that was maybe probably hard to do. Um, it says a lot about you. Yeah, we try to have try to have some class. You know, it's one of those things where uh, things always make full circle eventually, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm just proud of the guys for, for the showing we put on and to come from the West Coast to the East Coast and lead 250 laps in the Super and 80 laps in the Pro and to lead the most laps in the history of the Snowball Derby in one event. You know, there's a lot of cool things that come out of it. It just, when you have a car as good as what we had, you know, it's disappointing to come home second. But at the end of the day, Mike Keene's done an awesome job to get our stuff where it was at. And, you know, I look back at this year and, you know, we led 200 and something laps at the All-American 400 and led a couple hundred laps there at the Derby and we got a lot of good things going for us. Just sometimes luck is a big factor in this racing stuff. And unfortunately luck wasn't on our side for the two big shows of the year for us. Our interview prior to the snowball Derby, you could just sense the confidence that you had in the car and your stats backed it up uh, this year as well. Unbelievable stats there. And I was not surprised at all to see up front, Great run, man. I know you're going to dwell on it for a little bit, but you and your team should be awfully proud of a great run. I mean, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. We'll definitely keep working at it, and uh, hopefully we'll get another chance at it again soon and hopefully have the same kind of speed we had then. 
Hey, next weekend you're out at Irwindale and you're going to be crowned at Southwest champion out there, man. Congratulations. Have fun hey. with that. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Congratulations on a, on a great year. Go finish it up there. And Hey, we hope to see you in our neck of the woods and hope to uh, catch up with you again coming soon. Yeah, for sure. It'd be nice to be able to get to the Midwest at some point in time and come out there and try our hand at it. At it. But uh, until then guys, you guys take care. Have a good Christmas. Thanks Derek. Merry Christmas to you in the home. Merry Christmas. This has been another production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.